If you're alive today, you are experiencing one of the most unique opportunities that we've ever had. This this is one of the most unprecedented times in our history. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about why and how you can see this as an opportunity. Why you can be thankful during this time. This is Courage Cast, encouraging one another so that more will believe. If you're alive today, you are seeing reports from the government that are telling us to urge us to halt the gatherings of 50 people or more. The Federal Reserve just slashed interest rates to just about 0%. We are experiencing a scare and a, a very serious pandemic in this coronavirus, COVID-19 season that we are in, in 2020. I've never seen this in my 48 years of living. I've never seen this kind of fear and this kind of response to fear. Everything is shutting down. Our normal way of living, our routines, our work life, every single, our entertainment life, every single bit of our lives is being slashed away seemingly day by day, hour by hour, if you're paying that close of attention to it, is is going away. Things that we could depend on, things that we could hold on to are being taken away. It's an unprecedented time. We would all, we would all say this. I think everyone would agree. This is a time of testing. It's also a time that will ask the question, what are we made of? What are we made of? As a nation, as a, as a world, globally, we're seeing how interconnected we all are. So what are, we, what are we made of? This is a time of testing. Job 23.10, in the Old Testament, there's a, there's a line in there, and you all know the story of Job. Pretty much everything was taken away from him, personally, professionally, business, he was cut down to really only one question remained. Who am I going to trust? Who am I going to follow? Who am I going to count on? What am I made of? And Job says this, but he knows the way that I take when he has tried me, God has tried me. I shall come out as gold. 
What great faith this man had. And so the question becomes, the first question I have is, what are we made of as a nation? How prepared are we? How are our systems of operation? We now have an opportunity to see what our government, what our country, just speaking from the U.S. perspective, and every country needs to to ask this and answer this, what are we made of? We get to see our strengths. We get to see our weaknesses. Some people might see this as something that they would just stick their head in the sand and not really, and just sort of hope that it all goes away. But honestly, that's not where the real value is. We have to see this as a time of, as an opportunity to see our strengths and more than that, to see our weaknesses. Where are we weak in the areas of finance, healthcare, in the business sector? Where are we as a people, as a culture? Where is our faith? Where is our education system? All of these areas are being tried and tested. And, you know, for each and every one of us individually, those are, those seem like such big issues that really not any one of us has control over, right? And that's where anxiety and fear begins to set in because we, we really don't have the ability to affect change in those massive areas. Yes, we can influence who we elect, right? We can, we can influence who our local politicians are, who our local leaders are. We elect those leaders. But at the end of the day, we are a government and a, and a country by the people and for the people. So we are made up of individuals, individual um, local communities, And you just break it down to local communities, church communities, families, and then ultimately you, me, myself, and I, you, yourself, and you. (laughs) So um, we have to look at right now, I think the healthiest thing for us to do, this is the point of my message, is see these next eight weeks, and I'm looking at it from an eight-week perspective because... Um, we're, we're hearing now that the, the latest announcement, uh, on the, on March 15th, on Sunday, March 15th, when uh, I'm recording this on Monday morning, uh, March 16th is basically saying the government is saying to us, the CDC is urging us to limit the gathering of 50 or more people for the next eight weeks. All right. Up until yesterday, it was 250 people, I believe. So now it's down to 50. Could it, could it be basically it's mandatory? Could it get to the point where we, we need to just lock ourselves in our houses? Possibly. Possibly that could happen. But for these next eight weeks, I think are going to be a critical, this is going to be a critical season for us as a country, as a nation, as a, as a world to see who we're interdependent with and how we're all going to respond because we all need each other to do the things that need to be done in order for us to heal and in order for this pandemic to be reduced back to what to normal life again. All right. So 
I see this, and I want to challenge everyone here to see this as an opportunity to take a look at your strengths and your weaknesses, an opportunity to take inventory, to do a personal review. Take a look at the most critical areas of your life, the most critical systems in your life. Let's start with, I mean, they're all interdependent, right? But take a look at your finances. Okay, that's probably the, the area that you're going to see right away. Do you have an emergency fund? Do you have a savings account? Do you have investments? How are those investments doing in the stock market that's been that basically took a huge nosedive in the last two weeks from where we were at the beginning of March to where we are now is very, very different. Now, as a whole, as a nation, I believe that we'll recover. I believe that we are going to see, because we were financially pretty sound from what I understand before all of this happened. We were uh, in, in, a, in a period of tremendous growth. So I see no reason why long-term we, we will be okay. But what I'm asking you to do is take a look at your finances now. Where is your personal, where are your personal finances What state are they in? And then take the next eight weeks to say, okay, what commitments can I make to change this and to affect this? What systems can I set up to affect this? You know, last summer, I've talked about this, but last summer I took basically the entire summer to set up a brand new system for my life. I talk about this in a a previous episode of the Courage Cast called The Most Meaningful Lessons I've Learned in the last year. The most meaningful lessons I learned in the last year. That's episode 448 if you want to take a listen to that and and listen to the details of what I laid out uh, and, and the changes that I made financially. A part of that discussion was uh, was the, the changes that I made uh, personally in my finances that have really set me up to save more, to invest more, to uh, take a completely flipped look at our finances, our giving, you know, just just putting everything in the right place, and that's one of one of the reasons that financially uh, I feel like we're uh, in a in a good place. Um, there's other reasons, but but that is definitely one of those. And I'm not saying I have it all together. There's a lot of weaknesses in my finances. There's a lot of when you look at the details and you're not and you don't look at them with fear, but you look at them as an opportunity, then you have the power to affect real change. So take a look at your finances. Where are you at? What are you made of? What are they made of? What are the systems that you have in place and what adjustments do you need to make, whether now or in eight weeks when we finally come out of this, hopefully, right? Uh, spiritually, <laughs> it, the be, as you begin to experience testing and you begin to experience uh, having to make decisions that you've never had to make before in your spiritual life, uh, and as things are being taken away from you, Job is the perfect example. What What are you made of spiritually? And more importantly, where are you putting your trust? Who are you going to obey? The God 
of money, the God, are, are there other gods in your life? Okay, can you ask yourself that question? Honestly, I mean, that that's something that, that I ask myself too. Uh, there's all kinds of temptation during these times right now to put your trust in other things, right? And it's not a time of shaming. It's not a time of guilt, but it is a time of conviction. Where and in whom are you putting your trust spiritually? That's an important question to ask. Mentally, emotionally, what am I thinking about? How is my mind? Become aware of what you're thinking about, how your emotions are responding. Are you experiencing sadness? I experienced a great deal of sadness two weeks ago. I experienced that. And and I had to ask myself, where is that coming from? Well, you know, what is my thought process? How am I training my mind? Where am I going in my thought life? You know, as a man thinks, that is who he is, right? So what are you thinking about? And how is that affecting your emotions? Not that you can't feel these emotions because sadness is an important emotion. Um, anger is an important emotion. You know, the, the emotions that you're feeling reveal, the feelings are revealing, right? They're, they're revealing what you're thinking about, where you're putting your trust. There's, it, we're all interconnected. We're very complicated beings, actually. So, uh, very interesting to take a look at what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What can I improve on? This is a great opportunity to look at that. Relationships. <laughs> We're home now all day long. My wife and kids and I, we had planned on being on a spring break cruise this week. Well, those plans got changed. And now for the next eight weeks, we're going to be spending a lot of time together. My son is home from college, probably for the rest of the semester. And he's going to be taking his courses online. That wasn't in the plans. My other son has a soccer season. I don't know if it's going to continue. He has school. His private school possibly will move to an online basis, especially now that gatherings of 50 or more are going to be limited, are going to be recommended to be limited. I don't know what whether my daughter will continue to go back to school or whether she'll be homeschooled or whether school will be extended into the summer under these special circumstances. But the point is, we are home all day. We are, in a sense, quarantined together, and it's going to be a testing of our relationship. Now, my wife and I, we're home all day long, but we're home anyway, whether the kids are at school or not, because we, we have we have a home base set up here in our house and we have a house big enough where we can kind of separate if we need to, uh, in the sense of just needing a break from one another. Right. And we can all kind of work in different spaces and do our own thing, but it's a testing of our relationships, all of our relationships in our life. You know, we're, we're not going to be able to go visit my parents right now. They're in their seventies. We need to take, make sure they're taken care of and that they take care of themselves. So we're going to spend a lot more time on FaceTime right? Talking to each other and connecting that way. It's a testing of your relationships. What are your relationships made of? What are the weaknesses? What are the strengths? And what can I do about it? Business, career. A lot of businesses are being, are telling their, their employees to work from home if they can. Um, 
some businesses are going to have to shut down. This is a very, very difficult time for most sectors. You know, for a while there, it was just thought, okay, the sports industry is going to be shut down. Okay, the travel industry is affected. But no, this has a trickle-down effect to every single industry that that we are experiencing. So we are taking a look at, okay, where are we weak? What What are some things that need to be made on a personal level so that we are able to carry on. Uh, For me personally, a lot of our income is residual. And interestingly enough, a lot of our products are health-related products. And some of our products are really good for building immunity, all right, in this time when our immune systems need to be strong. We have products that can help with that. So we're experiencing a tremendous amount of, um, of, of volume in our business. Uh, people are buying the necessities, and some of them believe that the products we represent, the doTERRA products we represent, are a necessity. So we're experiencing uh, actually a, a bump in our uh, income as a result. Uh, a lot of our business is online. And, uh, you know, on the side of my my wife's income and our music income, royalty-based income, we're still seeing that to be pretty strong. Um, so I'm grateful for that. Um, we're taking a look at, you know, are we hauling buckets? Are we earning residual income? Are we, you know, ask yourself, are you dependent on an hourly wage? What if that wage was taken away? That's not in your control. If your company is not doing well, there's a possibility that if this were to go on long-term, you know, what would that look like? Do you feel comfortable being dependent so much on your employer, or would you like to explore other streams of income? I'm grateful that I do have multiple streams of income. I'm grateful for that. Um, and but but there's areas of weakness. You know, we can't. I can't depend on these things. I don't know what the future holds. There's a lot of areas of weakness in this for us that that we need to take a look at and uh, and make some changes on. But the real thing is, are you trading time for money? Are you in a position where where you're dependent uh, financially on others? Or have you set yourself up with a business or two in your career that will still prosper in times of uncertainty, uh, in extended times of uncertainty? You know, what is your plan? And that goes back to finances. Do you have enough savings built up? Does your business, are you set up to uh, put away money, profit first? Are you set up, uh, you know, to to uh, financially uh, be a little more secure than you are now? And can can you change that in the future? Physically, and this is the last thing I'm going to talk about is physically. Obviously, how healthy are you without without a healthy body, without healthy systems in your body? Physically, without uh, exercise, without strength in your body, that is where literally your your weakness could put you in uh, a situation of vulnerability. And so I, you know, I'm I'm having to ask myself, okay, where are my weaknesses? How how strong is my immune system? How uh, what am I doing to take care of mine and my family's health? Am I eating things? Am I ingesting things? Am I drinking enough water? Am I uh, putting things into my body 
and putting myself in an environment that's producing health. Um, am I um, in a place emotionally, mentally, this, this is also affected because our physical body is so closely tied to our thought life and our, our emotions, right? Am I uh, taking time to breathe deeply? Am I taking time to pray and meditate um, and, um, and put, it, put myself in a position to calm my nerves? Uh, it, it, those kind of things are all the things that I'm thinking about physically, mentally, emotionally, how healthy am I? And uh, it's great to take an inventory and say, okay, what adjustments can I make in those areas? So just kind of my conclusion is, and my summary of all of this is, what are you made of? Look at this oppor- Look at this as an opportunity to look at what are you made of? What are you made of personally? Where are your strengths and your weaknesses? What is my family made up? What are the, the people that I'm responsible for? How strong are we? How strong are we individually? How strong are we together? Because these are the things that you can affect every day, moment by moment, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. Okay? The bigger things that we see on the news even the election that is, we're in election year this year, all of the things, these are, those are all things that affect us, that we can, that, that do have an effect on us. We shouldn't be ignorant of them, but we need to look at all that's happening around us as an opportunity to, to take a, a good look and not be afraid. Don't stick your head in the sand. Not be afraid to take a look at our strengths and our weaknesses. This is not going to go on forever. This is an opportunity and a time of testing. Lean times reveal our weaknesses. And how can that be a blessing to you? All right, I'm going to finish with one of my favorite verses, James 1, 2 through 4. Count it all joy, my brothers and sisters. I added that. When you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces patience or steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing, that you may be whole, whole. Take a look, allow this time of testing, the testing of your faith, the testing of all of these areas of your life that we just talked about and let it produce patience. Look at it with patience. Look at it with peace. Look at it with trust in knowing that God is with you. God is with us all the time. And that, my friends, is good news. I'm Eric Nordoff, and this is The Courage Cast. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Courage Cast. I want to invite you in to taking the next step in your journey towards living your most courageous life. You can do that very simply by visiting courageouscommunity.com forward slash challenge. That's courageouscommunity.com forward slash challenge.